podcast. It's me, Eli. Yes, I know. It's it's been it's been quite a minute. Eleven days to be exact. The last time I posted was on the nineteenth. It's been it's been a qu- it's been a while, but you guys can do a week without me. I, at least I hope. Um, I'm currently recording on a Sunday of Halloween. It's Halloween actually, right now. Halloween. I, I hope you guys are uh, having, you know, being responsible, going to parties. Women, I hope you are looking like hoes. I hope you are looking amazing and checking your candy, checking your kids' candy, stealing your kids' candy because that is parent that is parent tradition to do when you have children. I don't know if that made sense. But as an adult, I know this is going off already. As an adult, I kind of just feel like I don't really need to go trick-or-treating anymore. Well, then again, it's, it's frowned upon to go trick-or-treating as an adult. But, you know, things happen here and there, da-da-da. And I can just go to the store and get me some candy that's on the bargain market. That's on a bargain deal. You feel me? So, yeah, I hope you guys are being fantastic. By the time you guys get this, it will be November. We are entering the tail end of 2021, and we still haven't got this shit under control yet. When will we ever? Really, really don't know. But we're not here to talk about that stuff. We're not here to talk about any of that right now. As of right now, I'm currently watching the World Series. This is a sports episode, by the way. I'm not really going to talk much about sports. Just a certain team that I that I love and I adore, but I hate at the same time. But before we get to that, right now I am watching the closeout game, potentially, with the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Trastros. You know, they're currently up 4-2 to at the moment. It's third, fourth inning. Really, really don't know as I'm recording. Uh, I hope the I hope the Astros lose. Atlanta is like my second favorite team. Atlanta, anything is like my second favorite team. I like the Falcons. Well, that's because of Michael Vick. I like I like the Hawks because of Spud Webb. Excuse me, and I like Atlanta because well, Braves just sound so cool, and I love their jerseys. I have like four or five jerseys, like vintage jerseys in my thing. But today, the reason I haven't been able to talk about my San Francisco 49ers is because I've been very peeved off. I'm not going to talk about anything in the NFL today that had happened. I strictly want to keep this within that half hour hour, the power half hour hour within that confines because, you know, trick or treaters are about to start coming through, you know, stump bombarding and asking me, where's the candy? Where's the candy? I do have candy, but still, that's not the point. I want to talk about the San Francisco 49ers as of, a couple of weeks ago, the Niners, well, last couple of weeks now, besides today, they've won. Congratulations. You guys got to win. You're still in the contentions. Not to win the division, but it's to compete for the playoffs. Even though we're still eight weeks in, we're nearly halfway through. But for the, la- for the nearly last four weeks, the Niners have been losing consistently. It's, it's been atrocious. They've been playing outright dumb. I talked about Trey Lance's... Uh, horrible not horrible game he did play a really nice game it was it was the coach that really screwed it over for them and stuff but they've been losing four games in a row they've lost three straight at home and it's been ridiculous and my thing what frustrates us what frustrates us fans is a week we were all in those games yes i get it arizona they are the best team but as of right now arizona is in shambles you don't have jj watt no more and jj watt was a big part of your defense what makes that defense go Kyla Murray may be out for three to, uh, you know, one to three weeks, depending on that. And who knows if he's going to be the same after that ankle. He's a sprained ankle. Who knows? But you look at the last couple of games. The Colts game, I went to that Colts game, freezing cold, drenched, and they lost. Granted, it was the rain. It was very hard. But 
it still frustrates me to think that, you know, Carson Wentz of all quarterbacks. I despise Carson Wentz, by the way. I think he's um, the very the most overrated quarterback in the league. You know, I don't think he's that good. He had one good season to put the Eagles in the contentions for the Super Bowl, and they ended up winning. But he hasn't been the same since. He's always been, my mom says she calls him fucking Bunchy, which is hilarious. So you lose to him. You lose to Seattle, which you pretty much had the game all in your hands. You had, you had Arizona, you know, you were biting at Arizona's, uh, you know, heels for a little bit. And then you should have won the Packers. Those are all games you should have won easily i think without even especially with the with the the seahawks right now i mean they did win granted it's against the jags but still without russell wilson that team is nothing dk metcalf is just a basic wide receiver tyler lockett Tyler lockett's a good wide receiver i can't really talk shit about tyler lockett but aaron Rodgers has a shitty defense but his offense just makes up for it uh, the, for the Cardinals, you really don't have any flaws with them. You were just outmanning them, outbeating them. You were beating them in yardage, which you never do. You, for a team that average, for the Cardinals to average, you know, over 20, uh, 21 points and a half, and you bring them, and they average over 30 a game, and you bring them to only 17 points, that says something about your team uh, for the first half. That says something about you, what you can do in the possibilities. But what frustrates me a lot more right now is how the team is uh, is playing uh, conservative. It, 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 it's as if they don't play with, like, desperation. And I do think desperation does come at a point where it does help you because it gets you settled. And they haven't been playing that. And I can blame the defense all I can. I can say the amount of players that have left, injured, and all that stuff, it's whatever. Like, D'Amico Ryan, like, he isn't the guy for the job. I'm sorry. Um, he plays too conservative from what I watched today. He had Emmanuel Mosley 10 yards out from Allen Robertson, who hasn't been on the same page with Justin Fields all day, pretty much the entirety of the season since he, since the kid took over. And, you know, you have Emmanuel Mosley 10 yards out, and the guy got whatever he wanted. The defense, like, there's the granted D4 was out with a concussion. Aziz Alshire, he was out with a concussion also. But when you look at the defensive line, it's not the same. It's so Nick Bosa dependent, it's 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 getting funny. Like, they're double teaming Bosa and everyone else got one-on-one. Eric Armstead can't do shit. DJ Jones, Kavarius Street, can't do shit. You know, Jordan Willis will be coming back. Who knows if that's going to improve anything. And I like Jordan Willis. He was really great in the in the post in the preseason. But with me, I just think if no one can't win one on ones, especially Eric Armstead, and I've said this before, they should have traded Eric Armstead instead of DeForest Buckner. I do not care if you would have gotten the same trade value or not out of it. Javon Kinlaw is injured. He's out for a, he's out for the rest of the year. It's ridiculous, man. And D'Amico Ryan can't figure out what to do with that defensive line. He doesn't know when to put D Ford in. He doesn't know when to play uh, aggressive. You have Josh Norman, who's constantly getting burned, constantly getting, constantly getting uh, pass interferences on him. He did have a really good. He did a decent game today. He had two forced fumbles and a pick to seal the game. You know the defense played all right 
for the last three parts of it because, you know, the team was in the lead. But this defense has been trashed the last four games. They get the job done, but then they're just too tired or these pass interferences are just, you know, it's out of their hands. Especially with the pass interference calls. Some of these refs don't know what to do. Like, not know what to do, but, like, they can't get it right. Everything on Josh Norman that's a pass interference, that's a pass interference. I can agree with that. But there's some that Emmanuel Mosley played terrific. Or Kwan Williams, since he came back, terrific pass interference for no apparent reason. You know, and then you have Jaquasi Tart, Jimmy Ward eventually is now out. It's so many injuries. And granted, you can give him some credit, but that has to go with the offense too, if that makes sense. Because everyone tries to, I still want to stick with the defense for a minute before I even transition to the offense. Right now, this defense doesn't have an identity. It's still a possible top 10 defense. I did make that before. They're still good. It's just there's no identity. They're not a sack team. They're not like they were in 2019. And people are trying to say, I want to be 2019 but better. Newsflash, bro. It doesn't happen. You just can't repeat shit. You can't relive the glory days when you're in the present. Because you're stuck in the past. That year happened. We didn't win the Super Bowl. So on and so so be it. The future is bright with these guys. You now have a defensive stud in Nick Bosa. You have D Ford who is supposed who is at his 100%, and he has showed why we missed D Ford all last year. Your the other defensive linemen, they just don't win on one-on-ones, which is ridiculous. DJ Jones did a lot of work today. You had Kavaria Street who plugged up the run for a vast majority, for a decent part of it because uh, for the running back for the Bears, even they were just allowing these running backs and Justin Fields to have a career day. Justin Fields ran over 100 yards. Justin Fields, who's been struggling since day one, didn't know how to, you know, mentally be a quarterback. He had one of his worst performances all last year, and yet D'Amico Ryan did not want, you know, Taolana Hufunga to do a safety blitz when they never picked it up since the beginning. Justin Fields is an athletic quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think Justin Fields is going to be okay as long as they build around him. But for you to allow Justin Fields to run all over your team when you guys had so many chances to sack him. Ebukam had a sack today. Two sacks all over all over today when it should have been many, many sacks. Many penalties. I mean, not penalties. Many turnovers. All that stuff. And you allowed this kid to have a career day. Granny, he did have 175 yards. It's a pretty average day. But on the run, he was amazing. And I've always said it. I was talking to my dad with it. I was talking to my pops with it all day. It was, he is, like, watch out for the left side. He can run that way. Bootleg out to the left. It's over. First down. Exactly what happened. Defense needs to find its identity. It needs to find it fast because you have two very hard divisional games coming up. I don't care if the Arizona Cardinals are depleted. Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the division as of right now. Their defense is good. Their offense is great. Without Kyler Murray, what can they do without him now? How do they adjust? Uh, without J.J. Watt, does their defensive line just kind of be on a standstill now? Because he was the one that was always penetrating. He killed Mike McGlinchey the entire day. If Khalil Mack was there, I'd be more pissed. 
but Mike McGlinchey held his own for a while. He only let, I think, one pressure. And this offensive line played a really great role in that. They never allowed Jimmy to get sacked once. And this defense, man, like, you got to find a way to penetrate that those offensive lines as of right now because I always think the, the, the Cardinals, they have an okay line. It's good, but it's okay. You know, even Stafford, Stafford and the Lions, I mean the Lions, the, the Rams, they too have an okay offensive line. It's just they allow to give him the time that he needs, which is like maybe three seconds, four seconds to see the field. You get anything after four seconds, that's an eternity. You got to make these guys uncomfortable as fast as possible. So you can't take this lightly. Your defense needs to step up a lot, tremendously. You have two division games that you can get back into the running of it if you win back-to-back. So what I, what I think right now, D'Amico Ryan needs to figure out what he needs to do to, to scheme against. Basically go into the film room and look at what made it successful for the, until the fourth quarter with that Cardinals game and see if you can maneuver a little bit with it or just see what you can, see what you can do better. That makes sense. Fred Warner played great. You know, you're going to get Greenlaw back, which is going to be tremendous help. You know, Al Shire, he should be back next week. D Ford should be back next week. You know, a lot of even Jordan Willis. Jordan Willis can play a huge part in this if he plays like as if he played in the preseason. I know he's been suspended for a while, but still, he has a chance to be good. The defense, I'll give you guys a C plus, maybe a B minus. You guys did the job today. So I'll give you that. Now, let, let's let, let's get to the offense. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, I'm watching the game at the same time too, so you know it, it'd be like that sometimes. It was a, it was out, but whatever. Distractions, you know, distractions. I just turn the game off, but I'm not because you know it's the World Series. Let's get to the offense. Man, does this offense struggle with me? Like, really, really, like, makes my brain hurt. Makes my brain hurt. Makes makes my heart ache. It does because this offense shouldn't be shouldn't be running the way it's running. And it starts with that offensive line. I said they have a potential to be a top five offensive line. I mean, I I said they could be a top ten offensive line. They haven't been playing like that for the last couple of weeks. Granted, the rain it, it's a different thing, but still, that's not an excuse. And with what I'm saying is, with this offense, it shouldn't be this dysfunctional to a degree how is it that Debo Samuels is your best player and your quarterback isn't even the best player you know don't get me wrong I'm still a Jimmy fan but I'm more of a Jimmy critic than a fan I like Jimmy I think Jimmy's a good quarterback I don't think he's a great quarterback I don't think he's an elite quarterback he is just good to win your games when the game plan and the calling is good and that all resides on Shanahan. But with Jimmy, he has been frustrating for the last couple of games. I keep saying this, that short is getting that that leash is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, uh, not bigger. It's getting shorter and shorter and shorter. The ex- Everyone's like, oh, you know, Lance versus Fields. I don't think Trey Lance wins that game. I really don't. Trey Lance would have ran all over them, but Trey Lance would have thrown maybe one or two, maybe interceptions. He just couldn't. With that game, I saw... The, the future is very bright for Trey Lance. Once he figures out his identity 
obviously he is a running quarterback. They shouldn't run him to the ground. But with Lance, he can throw. He is very accurate. And he can extend the play. Stuff things that Jimmy can't do. Jimmy had a great game today. Jimmy threw one, uh, he threw a 50, uh, which I love. He threw the 50-50 bomb. Debo Samuels caught it. You were able to score and get um, three points out of it or a touchdown. I, I, I don't remember. Uh, I believe it was a touchdown. And then I thought the, the Debo play who ran for, what, 78 yards almost to the end zone. You know, that, that would, that's the game changer right there, man. That gives Jimmy confidence. And I think for the last couple of weeks now since the loss to Aaron Rodgers was confidence. He's very inconsistent. He couldn't do much. Uh, he wasn't – after the first half or the, the first quarter of, of the Seattle game, Jimmy couldn't do anything. And then, granted, it was the calf injury, but I just believe Shanahan just said – We'll figure what we got with Lance. Just rest up for three weeks. Uh, rest up for two weeks. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, with Lance, my thing is... Man, these guys keep walking him. My thing with Lance is this. At what point is the season done? And at what point do you put Lance in? I thought if Jimmy was to lose today in a terrible fashion, that is it for the Jimmy Garoppolo era... It was nice while it lasted since 2016, but we have to move on now. Or does Jimmy put up a good game, a great game? Because I said he had to throw over 300 yards to have a great game. And that's exactly, he had like 330 yards. Uh, I don't know the completion. I don't have the stats on me right now. But, you know, Jimmy had a great game. Very accurate. If they were to lose this, a lot of the blame goes on the wide receivers. Devo dropped two, but he made up for those. Brandon Ayuk dropped one. Mohamed Sanu had dropped another one. Clear throwing, clear catchable balls. Balls, that's funny. But clearly, you know, catchable. You couldn't blame Jimmy for that. Jimmy almost threw one interception. Jimmy had no turnovers this game. Now, does this mean there's a shift? Maybe. If we can get this Jimmy Garoppolo on a consistent basis, the Niners can go to the playoffs. The Niners can go deep in the playoffs. Hell, you can even say they can win the division. The defense can step it up, and Jimmy is actually consistent and is and 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 knows what he's doing. Then yes, I want Jimmy. Jimmy all day. He has the record to show it. He's not a he's not a bum. He's not an average quarterback. He's a good quarterback. But when you have Lance just chomping at the bits, waiting to start, and I don't want him to start because he has no need to be hurt. And, you know, I'm sorry, my, my throat got dry. And it, it, it's there for the taking for Lance. Now with Jimmy, do you put a good game up against Arizona? Do you put a good game up against the Rams? And you win both of those games. It gets a lot easier. One second. So, when, and it all resides on Shanahan. This guy has been uh, abandoning the run game for a, a for the, abandoning the run, just shitty play calling. Right now, the seat's getting warm. It's not getting it's not getting hot yet. It's not getting on the hot seat just yet. But if he continues to do this and continues to ride with Jimmy and continues to open the playbook, 
throwing these 50-yard bombs, making the jet sweeps, the reverses, the, the everything he needs to do that made him successful, then you have the recipe for success. Yes, Shanahan and Lynch have done some questionable moves in the last couple of weeks, the last maybe two years. You can't draft a corner. You don't. You refuse to draft a corner. You don't want to get a star recorder, uh, uh, a um, corner. You don't want to trade a lot of value. The only va tra valuable trade you've done is to get Trey Lance. And get me wrong, I do want Trey Lance to be successful. But right now, it's just not his time. Shanahan right now is still fighting for the playoffs. That's his mentality right now. At what point will Shanahan just accept that, okay, we're not in playoff contention anymore. We got kicked out the playoffs. Sorry, Jimmy. We, built, we bumped you up as much as we can. We got to let the kid fly now. So with that saying, uh, you know, let's just see where the Niners go. If Shanahan can continue to, pl continue to play a call like he did today on Sunday, on Halloween against the Bears, you can be successful. Now with everything else, you know, uh, you can look at Brandon Ayuk and having a huge uh, digression in his, his in, in his in his season so far. But granted, he's only been able to do so little with what he's able to get. So you can't really blame Brandon for doing that. Yes, he has dropped some very catchable balls, but on a target, you know, you gotta let the kid fly. This kid's fast. Devo's on pace to have a thousand yards by week ten. Dude, Brandon Ayuk went from a thousand yards in his rookie season. Wouldn't you think it would be a lot better if you can get the tandem going at the same time? Debo the Yak King with Ayuk, Mr. Clutch. You have two talented wide receivers. You have a veteran in Muhammad Sunu that can get you the third, the, the third and short plays or the third and mid plays. You have, you know, you really don't know what you're getting with Jalen Hurd, which at this point I'm kind of done with Jalen Hurd because he hasn't really done anything. He hasn't showed me anything in the last three years. But you have the capability of having a good wide receiver core. The running backs are set. It doesn't matter. You can put a bum that's, on, that's high on heroin and he would literally get you 80 in a touchdown. What has Eliza Mitchell done? He has been giving you consistent yards. He had 138 rushing yards today, and he almost had a touchdown. Raheem Mostert's sweating bullets right now. Raheem Mostert is inconsistent. Don't get me wrong. Raheem Mostert is a bad man. That's a home run. Raheem Mostert is a bad man, but he just can't stay consistent. He's not. He's injury prone. Damaged goods, you can say. At what point do you give up on Raheem? Trade him possibly away because he still has somewhat of a good trade value to a team that doesn't understand Shanahan's system and think we're getting a good running back. We're going to get a speedster. Can't do anything over to your system because your system does not help him. You have Jeff Wilson Jr. who's coming back this month coming up. You have Jermichael Hasing who had a really good game. You have Elijah Mitchell who was being consistent. You have the keys to a great offense. You're just not allowing to use them. And at one point, do you stop giving these uh, cookie-cutter excuses for Shanahan? It, it, it's simple. Like, what can you do to stop giving these excuses for Shanahan? The only reason I can say Shanahan saves the season, like, to save him from getting fired, I'm saying this, if he continued, like, from last week and the prior in the weeks prior, if he were to continue those plays, he would have been fired. No doubt in my mind. Unless he put, like, Trey Lance and he's like, well, I'm losing with a rookie. You can't, you know, I got to develop him now. 
But now, if Jimmy Garoppolo is continuing to play the game he's playing, continue to be that nice, continues to be good, not just elite, great, he can be good, and you can win. He's gone to a Super Bowl just being good. So, with Shanahan, you can't have really, you mu- you can't really have excuses. Not a lot in the in the game of football right now. You're a great play caller, but you're stuck in your ways. You're too stubborn. Kyle Shanahan plays is good. Kyle Shanahan thinks Kyle Shanahan plays good. That's my thing. So, with the Niners right now, I really don't know what they're going to go with. Maybe they get this huge confidence booster for the next two weeks. Or maybe just next week, they just need that to prepare for a huge showdown on Monday night with the Rams. And if they could upset the Rams, boy, will that be a game. As of right now, I really do believe the Niners have the recipe and the right pieces. But at what point do you start kind of... If the season goes south once again... This was a must-win game, by the way. If it goes south one one more time, what at what point do you abandon the Jimmy train? Uh, abandon the D'Amico Ryan train? Even though it's one year. Well, you see what you're getting with him with one year. Abandon the Shanahan and Lynch train. I'm not saying Shanahan is going to be fireable unless he continued to do what he continued to do. He's a great – it's just the excuses. But at what point he was like, oh, you guys are giving him excuses. Well, he's playing with people that he doesn't really want to play with because his people he wants to play with are injured. There's always next year. How many there's always next year is it going to be until the Niners win a Super Bowl? I believe the expectation was the Niners can actually be able to compete for a Super Bowl this year because of the pieces they have. And you cannot adjust with that. That is a problem. Right now, you have by far a top five wide receiver in Debo Samuel. You have the potential to get another top 20 wide receiver with Ayuk. You have a run game that can be dominant. Your offensive line picks and chooses when it gets games. It just really depends, I guess. But I don't know. With the last couple of weeks, I really don't know what the schedule looks like right now. All I know is the next two games, you kind of figure out what you need to do in order to win, whether it's Kyler Murray under center or someone else under center or Colt McCoy under center. You just need to figure this out, whether it's D'Amico Ryan under under this. You have to figure out what your defensive mind is and how you are going to figure out what your defense's identity is, because right now it's not sacks. Right now, it's not interceptions. It's not being dominant. It's just being good. Do you want to be dominant? Do you want to be good? What, what, what part is I want to be I want a dominant defense. Who doesn't want a dominant defense? The identity is not there. You need to hold your other defensive linemen accountable, especially Eric Armstead, because that man should be winning his one-on-ones for the size that he has, and he's not winning those one-on-ones. And you have Bosa, who's getting off on a double, on, uh, penetra- on double penetration. Like, come on, bro. Shanahan. You need to figure out, you can't just be stubborn and say a, uh, a wide receiver has a bad game, criticize them, and then you, we, then us as fans look at the stat sheet and the guy only has three targets and dropped one. Dropped two, you know what I mean? I don't know, but I can't wait. You know, always it's a Niner fan, always here, there. I hope you guys enjoyed a, an episode of the, of the N, uh, not the NFL, I'm going to call this the 49er uh, power half hour slash hour. 
I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, week. A new episode will be coming out Friday. I am working, so I will be. I am back in the swing of things of working, so just please be patient. I know you guys were asking for where the episode is, and I really do appreciate. It. That means I'm getting the feedback I want. Uh, I do again, again this month. I appreciate the five, the the 300 listeners. Uh, on the constant so i really do appreciate that if you guys want to follow and support the podcast you guys can follow me at vintage city kings with a z at the end um sponsors just hit me up on there i know you want to uh if you guys want to follow this podcast uh google google podcast apple podcast stitcher spotify wherever you find those good teens i'll be there i love you guys peace